It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we have a great show. We'll be speaking with Councilman Patrick Vincenti, Joan Mickle from the APG Centennial Committee, and Heather Rochler, Public Affairs Specialist at the U.S. Army Garrison. Aberdeen Proving Ground, and the lead planner for the APG Centennial events. Hello, Bob. I put a lot of script, uh, yes, a lot did. in that script for you. <laughs> I forgot to tell you to take a breath in the middle. I should have warned you. Um, good morning. And um, I just want to say that I was a little late today because, again, the routing software for the Hartford County Public School bus system places all the buses just in front of my car. <laughs> If a school bus is going from, I live in Bel Air. If, if school bus is going from Jarrettsville to Forest Hill, it goes past. It, it goes on my route to this station. But it's great seeing all the little kitties out there again. It's true. A year older. Mm -hmm. um, and we can't wait to talk to these folks uh, about this. And uh, we have so much to talk about with Pat and uh, with Heather and Joan. Uh, let's get we'll get let's get right to trivia. Oh my And goodness. they're going to help us. Right. You guys ready? Ooh, absolutely. Now, right. I don't know. Co uh, I keep on calling Pat Coach. Pat, if you're in the car, you can run, but you can't hide. Three people have said you must participate in trivia. So uh, hopefully you're on the dirt road by now on the way down. All right. Okay. Superman is a fictional superhero from what fictional planet? Wow. Did, well, hint. Um it was yes. Correct. Joan, yes. Joan just was unconfidently said the correct answer. <laughs> My mind was Krypton. <laughs> Krypton, and, and that's why Kryptonite. Yes. Made him is, weak. Is Kryptonite. Um, but what, can I just say one yeah, thing? Absolutely. Did they really think that these are the smartest reporters for the Daily Planet <laughs> in the world? Right. When he takes, he puts on glasses, and they don't recognize him. <laughs> Really? The same. That's Lois Lane, investigative reporter. <laughs> and then he stands there while they shoot, and the bullets blow off him. Then the, the bad guy throws the gun at him, and he ducks. <laughs> These are the things I think about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, are you ready for another? Sure thing. What was the first music video played on MTV? I have a guess. Go. Uh, video killed the radio star by the Buggles. Wow, you got it. That's That's pretty pretty good. The now ask me I someone's name who I met yesterday. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> what you have for breakfast, Bob? <laughs> Why did I come in the room? Why uh, did I look for my glasses that were on my head? Uh, the mind is an interesting uh, thing, that's for sure. Okay, gumbo is a stew that originated in which state? Louisiana. Louisiana. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Who was the first queen of England? First queen. The first queen of England. Um, Mary? Mary the first. Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Right. Okay. Was it Mary or Elizabeth? That's true. Or Anne. <laughs> what is the most common type of pitch thrown by pitchers in baseball? I'm going to guess fastball. I'd what are you going to guess, Jen? I'm going to go with curveball. Okay. What about you, Bob? Um, the answer has, the correct answer has been shared. I've got to be fastball, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. By the way, they're really hard to hit. <laughs> I, I I got to hit 15 pitches at Camden Yards. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thrown by a major league pitcher. It was, it was something that Bank of America did, and I was a client. So they rented the stadium for the day, and Davey uh, Johnson, the relief pitcher, okay. and Mark Williamson, we all got to hit 15 pitches. Wow. Did you hit them? I He threw a, a bunch of 50-mile-an-hour Balls right down the middle, which is slow. Right. right. And I got made contact with all of them. And the last one I said to throw me a real one. And mm -hmm. he said, um, do you play? I said, yeah, lying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he threw one 80 miles an hour at my head. And I hit the dirt. And Don Buford, if you remember Don mm -hmm. Buford, who was a great Oriole player, was standing behind the cage. And he started laughing. He said, strike. He threw a curveball at me. The normal pit, an off-speed sure. pitch is sure. an 80-mile-an-hour curveball in the major right. leagues. Right. And he said it broke down three feet and in three feet. But I was down wow. in the dirt because this wow. thing was, the ball was screaming like in the cartoons. Right. It had a face on right. it with fire coming right. out of the back. You know, when you're watching it on TV, it looks so easy. Yeah, it, it looks does. like they just it lob it up there and they hit it if yeah. they want to hit. But it's really a science, you know. Oh. It, is, it is definitely a science. Amen. Um, you want to do a couple more? Sure. All right. What is the largest ocean on planet Earth? Pacific. Yes. Correct. 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 Interesting. That is seventy-five percent water. The Earth. Mm -hmm. All right. And to think I saw it on Mulberry Street was the first book published by which children's author? You knew we had to have a library one in here. So, uh, to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, doesn't sound Susie, but... Doesn't it? Well, I think she's giving us help. I was going to say, like, <laughs> so it's not Raoul yes. Dahl or Shel no. Silverstein, or J.K. Rowling, or R.L. Stein. It is Dr. Seuss. Okay. But it's not very well known. I no, did not know say. this. I've never heard of it. I've never read it. So, yeah. hmm, I'm going to check it out and see. Do you know his, na his name? Theodore Seuss Geisel? Mm-hmm. Well, we, you were looking Jen at it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is a group of rhinoceros called? And it's not rhinoceri. No, it's not. <laughs> it's and it's not <clears throat> herd. No. What does it begin with? A C. A C. Congress. <laughs> You're doing theme here today. Wow. Hey, that was great. Wow. It's not anything oh. that I would ever... Oh, it's not Congress. It's not, I no, it's it was... not Congress. We were talking I about Congress outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good uh, spelling skills there. Well... Want me to tell you? Well, uh, second letter. Yeah. R. Uh, uh, it's five five letters. Um, Last letter is an H. Oh. A crush? 
close. Crash. Crash. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Never. Thank you, Jennifer Button. <laughs> and you know what? A group of crows is a is a murder of crows. Mm, yes. And I have a few others, but it's off color. Uh, but starlings, you know the beautiful blackbirds yes. that swarm in the millions? Mm -hmm. It's called a murmuring of starlings. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's, that's nice. very apropos. Um, okay, is that... Is that uh... I have one more. Okay, you guys good. want to try one more. Sure. Also animal related. An animal that lives part of its life on land and part in water is known as what? Amphibian. That's correct. Good job. You guys did great. Remember the tadpoles? And yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. You guys did great. Um, yeah, I had I had a lot of help today. <laughs> We're gonna do um, a short two short news items. Um, one is um, go to the supermarkets today because there's talk of Tropical Storm Nate being okay. here Tuesday. So whereas you know people are afraid that they're gonna be indoors for a day so they mm -hmm. need 11 gallons of milk evidently and 48 loaves of bread yeah. <laughs> so milk. don't forget milk no but it's uh due to hit hurricane strength and hit somewhere along the gulf coast mm. get here tuesday all wow. the models have it coming all of the whole spaghetti they're all coming right our direction wind is not going to be a problem but could be a, a real lot of rain Ugh. we need it and, and, indeed we do need it um, it's been a horrible hurricane season, though. I mean, these poor people in the Caribbean and the island, I mean, they are just mm. getting slammed. Yeah. Looks like it was going to hit right over New Orleans, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, mm. which, you know, let's build a city below sea level in the hurricane <laughs> zone. I know. What could yeah. go wrong? I'm reading a great book about that, <laughs> yeah, called um, uh, Rising Tide. It's about the 1927 flood, oh. and uh, just, like, it's amazing. Um, okay, so uh, we did that, and the other thing is a news item. We're just going to do it as a, just as a public service. Uh, tomorrow, October 7th, at the um, Bel Air Armory, from 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. If you know a veteran, if you are a veteran, um, please come by. Uh, because uh, uh, Commission on Veterans Affairs and Hartford County Community Services and so many other organizations are stepping up on this. And um, it, it was not that well attended last year. Uh, and we're hoping that it's really, the word is, we get the word out to everyone because veterans, as you know, often don't go looking for help uh, or resources. And... Um, or they may not be aware of it, and but it's uh, about benefits, jobs, housing, educational opportunities. Uh, Library is going to be there uh, with uh, the uh, 3D printing. Our mm -hmm. friend Kathy Schmidt's going to be there with uh, for chest therapeutic riding with um, a mechanical horse and and um, some great food, uh, namely from uh, Mission Bar Barbecue, which is a veteran-owned business. Mm -hmm. um, are you going to be there, uh, Dr. Facenti, at the Veterans Fair tomorrow? Unfortunately, I'm not. I'm going to be setting up with the Hogan event. Oh, okay. Well, we'll represent you there. Thank you. Uh, Patrick Facenti just walked in. Hello. Hello. 
And um, we're guessing you were waiting outside till the trivia was over, Pat. Exactly. Because <laughs> three people texted me, said, make sure Pat uh, sits in on the trivia. Please give me their names so I can uh, address them later. That's right. Thank them personally. Yes. Okay. Well, this is a good timing. Um, uh, and then we'll get set up for our guests. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Councilman Patrick Vincenti. Joan Mickle from APG Centennial Committee and Heather Ruckler, Public Affairs Specialist at the U.S. Army Garrison. Harford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, and Evening in the Stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. The Gala, Harford County Public Library Foundation's signature event, welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction. This year's theme, La La Library, focuses on the timeless and classic old Hollywood song and dance days. Sponsorships, which include tickets to the gala, are available starting at just $750. To purchase a sponsorship, contact Nina Depkin at D-E-P-K-I-N-N at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs, an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveninginthestacks.org. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Councilman Patrick Vincenti, Joan Mickle from the APG Centennial Committee, and Heather Rokler, Public Affairs Specialist at the U.S. Army Garrison, Aberdeen Proving Ground, and the lead planner for the APG Centennial Events. Welcome, Pat, Joan, and Heather, and thanks, guys, for coming today. Oh, thank you for having us. Of course. And we're going to go back and forth, but we're going to start uh, with Heather and Joan, if you don't mind, Pat. And Absolutely we're going to we're going to include you because uh, we know how much work you do for veterans and how involved you are in our fantastic uh, APG facility. So um, please uh, please join in on this, um, Heather uh, Roker. You're a public affairs specialist, U.S. Army Garrison. And you're the lead planner for the uh, APG Centennial events. That is correct. And you're a Kansas City Royals fan. That I am. Okay. Royals, Chiefs, KC Sports. Okay. You know, any of that. <laughs> and barbecue. Okay. <laughs> That's well, Mission Barbecue. I love it. <laughs> I do. And Joan Mickle, you are uh, you you have actually your, we know your firm Pro Profile Partners. Um, you do uh, consulting and strategic planning, communications, etc. Um, you're helping, working with the Centennial Celebration Association uh, on APG's 100th anniversary. And by the way, Barney, Joan, Heather, and the rest of the gang, thank you so much um, for what you folks have all put together. It's been fantastic. Um, you used to be in government service. Uh, we won't hold that against you. Oh, um, and um, you're, um, and you actually um, you helped lead the efforts for the 90th anniversary, and yeah. you're honored to be chairing the planning committee for the APG Centennial Gala. Yes, indeed. So let's start with the gala and end with the gala. Um, it's coming up. Um, 
tell us a, a, a little about it. It is, it is in two weeks. Two weeks from today. Two yeah. weeks from today. And it is at the um, the the office park, which um, Mr. Dorsey and his team just uh, just oh com gosh. completed and really well. Yeah. So we knew we were going to have a very large event. And we wanted to have it in a pretty unique facility, so we approached Merritt Properties. Um, they own the Aberdeen Corporate Park over there by Target on Route 22. And they agreed to let us take it over for the event. So it's three floors, 90,000 square feet, I think, and we're turning it into a big, huge cabaret for the night. So it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime event. Um, and so hats off first to Merritt Properties, Mr. Dorsey oh, yeah, and his team. So they, oh, they do so much. Um, and um, Cabaret, uh, my wife and I just saw Cabaret at the Kennedy Center, oh, okay. the, the revised one, and it was off the charts unbelievable. Yeah. Um, amazing. So that is the theme. Um, acrobats, dancers, singers, jugglers, magicians, fire breathers, um, and that's that's just the guess, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like any gala I've been at. Right. <laughs> Table dancers, you know. You so name it. for start for starters, how do folks who um, have somehow it slipped their mind and they haven't gotten their ticket yet, where do they go? APG100.org/gala is the website. Uh, we have, of course, you can buy tickets there. You can buy sponsorships there. Um, and we do still have some good sponsorships available for the business community. And um, also we are, let's see, um, there's also an FAQ that tells you what to wear if you, you know, have those kinds of questions. So um, lots of information about the gala on that website. And special pricing for military, police, first responders, yeah, so we're calling teachers, etc. We're calling it our public service professionals ticket. And we have tickets that are accessible using the promotional code APG100th with a TH on the end. And basically, if you work in some public service capacity, you are eligible for discount tickets. So they range in price from $35 to $100. Um, our, our full price ticket is $125. So we want people to come. Mm -hmm. And we don't want... Uh, money to be an issue. So we are really hoping that by pricing the tickets like this, we can um, have a, a mm -hmm. great assortment of people. In fact, I think I recently heard that most of the Aberdeen Police Department is going to be there oh, <laughs> with their spouses, off duty. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, for fun. Um, so we're just, we're really pleased well, that we're able to reach out. I, I think it's great that you're doing that, and I, you know, it makes you wonder why it's not done more mm -hmm. uh, when you think about, you know, a teacher going to Staples and buying some extra supplies or, you know, God knows what a, a, a men and women in, um, in our police forces and military uh, first response side, what they go through every day that's mm -hmm. just over and above. Yeah. Um, I, that's great. Uh, so the gal, tell us some more things about um, uh, the gal. The proceeds are going to go to something I can't wait to see is the APG Discovery Center. Yeah. So if you remember in 2011, um, the Ordnance Center that was the uh, Ordnance Museum that was at APG was moved uh, during that 
uh, base realignment process down to Fort Lee. And so in doing so, Harford County really lost a huge asset, not just the number one visited tourist attraction, which it was at the time, um, but it also lost a place where we can uh, store and visit and really talk about our heritage as a community that has uh, produced technology that's changed the world. And so we are endeavoring to create a new one. This one would be more expansive in scope. Um, but the APG Discovery Center basically will focus on uh, exploring technology that has developed from APG, which actually runs the gamut. I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, uh, explosive sniffing dogs and high-speed photography, mm -hmm. the computer, the Internet. You know, some of the first emails were sent at APG. So um, we want to share that history. We want to talk about technology that's coming down the road, and we wanted to make it a place where uh, families can go and together really explore what's happening in science and technology. Uh, uh, I can't wait. It's he going to be great. Mm -hmm. and, and Heather, being um, being a service person yourself, tell us some of the, some of the other things about um, APG and its history. Um, if, if, you, if you can, just off the top of your head. Wow, um, 100 years is a lot to cover. But, um, you know, I think Joan highlighted some of the key things. But, but what is very interesting about uh, the Discovery Center is, you know, this past year has been a theme of APG 100, celebrating mm -hmm. 100 years. But we also are looking forward to APG the next 100. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. is an opportunity to talk about emerging technologies as well, yeah. uh, which we're also very passionate about at APG. Um, I did want to highlight, too, that the gala is the culminating event of 130-plus events that we've mm -hmm. had uh, in celebration of our centennial. It's been and a busy year. It's yeah. been very busy, but it's, it's also been 100% a community effort, mm -hmm. and that's what's been so wonderful. Uh, we have so many community partners that mm -hmm. have been a part of that programming. The library system, of course, mm -hmm. is one of them. Uh, and it's, you know, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't publicly thank everyone for their support for this past uh, Oh, absolutely. Year of celebration. Absolutely. Um, and we have to thank um, Bravura. Um, Bravura Technologies, yes. They came aboard as our presenting sponsor. And we also have some other sponsors that are helping us to underwrite the uh, celebration, including mm -hmm. Harford County Public Library, Hartford Community College, um, Veterans Corps. Uh, we have a, a, a list there. A FCA, IRA, AOC, I'm doing this for memory, uh -huh. so go to our website and take a look at our sponsors and support them because they are making this event possible. And thank you to your, uh, that Claudine Adams, she doesn't let much moss grow on her, she, does she? grass does not grow under her feet. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, she also has about 25 of her her staff members coming to the gala too so oh, nice. we're uh, we're going to be celebrating with them and tell us about uh, tell us about uh the time capsule which i thought that was interesting as part of yes the... yes the time capsule so back in 1975 apg buried a time capsule in celebration of the army's bicentennial birthday so it was a big deal. They had soldiers ride out in revolutionary garb on horses to oh the county, gosh. across the county to, to announce it, et cetera. So we are opening that time capsule on Monday, October 16th at 11 a.m. 
and that is at the Fallen Star Monument on APG, and folks are welcome to attend that. Uh, what you'll also get to see at that opening is items that are going into the Centennial Time Capsule, which mm. will be opened in 2067. So that is a, a great opportunity mm -hmm. to see, you know, and, and give us your thoughts, too, on, on Monday the 16th. Come visit us. Let us know what you think APG is going to look like in 2067. Or shoot us a note on our Facebook page. We're at uh, facebook.com forward slash APGMD. We'd love to hear what people think uh, the next 50 years will look like here in, uh, on Aberdeen Proving Ground and in Hartford and Cecil County. And um, also... Uh the APG Memorial, which I think yeah. often it's great that it's being done. Tell us about that because so many heroic and, and, and brave and intelligent and dedicated people have given so much uh, in the employ of APG over the past hundred years that save a lot of lives and yeah. keep a lot of people on the field and off the field safe. Fact, Tell us about that. They've given their all. Um, the APG Memorial is located in Festival Park in Aberdeen. Um, the city of Aberdeen was kind enough to donate this space and we've um, and the APG Centennial Celebration Association uh, raised money to build this memorial to people who have died uh, in the line of duty and this one is really it's about c celebrating the civilians, the contractors and the military personnel who have lost their lives while performing their mission at APG. Um, some of these people, you know, the, they passed away in the very early part of the century, in the 19, you know, in uh, 1918, and some of them are more recent. We've had some um, incidents where... In the pond, just, yeah, uh, in the pond. just a few years ago. And so we had a uh, dedication ceremony in at the end of May. That was a wonderful ceremony. It, it was a beautiful, was beautiful ceremony. Beautiful. It was. Yeah, there were a few tears in oh the crowd, gosh, I have to say. Um, and we're going to have a new, a, another ceremony on Veterans Day, on the actual Veterans Day, um, coming up to, not really to rededicate it, but we've had some new bricks. We, um, people can purchase bricks to honor their loved ones, um, whether they worked at APG or not, and we have a new a batch of bricks going in, so we're going to have a Veterans Day ceremony um, at at the memorial. And um, we just uh, have the list up now, and I just want to make sure that because um, you were mentioning who uh, you wanted to thank uh, all the tenant organizations at APG, library, community college, public schools, chamber of commerce, office of economic development, visit Harford, Stepping Stone Farm Museum, Historical Society of Harford County, um, and Service Engineering at Aberdeen Proving Ground Federal Credit Union, Freedom Federal Credit Union. Yes, a very long list of, of community supporters. Well, that, that's great. That is fantastic. Um, and tell us again, two weeks from today, October 20th, apg100.org forward slash gala correct yes okay. three uh, stories three uh, stories of entertainment it, uh, it starts at 7 p.m. Um, and there will be music and dancing and as we mentioned magicians acrobats dueling pianos a casino <laughs> small bands big bands I mean you name it, it it's gonna be going on all over the three stories 
The piano uh, dueling will be via playing, right? There yes, be... yes. They're not. They're not hitting uh, okay. each other with pianos. It'll be they're like a, a jousting. They will, they will be yeah. uh, dueling pianos. Um, we have a comedian coming in. He's a veteran. His name is J.P. Connolly, and he's um, he is hilarious. I can't wait to hear his act. That's going to be happening that night too. Fireworks at ten thirty. So we're going to do fireworks right there at the site. Um, and then that's going to be, oh, and I want to mention, too, that the community is welcome to join us for that, um, for the fireworks. We're going to have hot dogs have been donated by Target um, wow. up in Aberdeen, uh, hot dogs, water, popcorn, that kind of thing. And we're going to have some, the, par the Target parking lot is going to be available for people to park. Um, after the fireworks conclude... The heartiest of souls will be going back in for an after party. Uh, this is called After Party at the Speakeasy. Will there be shots of Geritol there? I, you know, you're going to have to find out. I'm not sure if Harvard County has actually done an after party yet. So um, this we'll see if we are up to staying up that late. Now, we have sold about, well, we've sold about 600 tickets so far to the actual gala. Um, and to the after party. Wow. We've got 200 people signed up for the after party, so I'm wow. figuring that's pretty good. Yeah, they're gonna they're well, gonna last a long time. Well, if it goes like it normally does, uh, the the people who signed up for the after party don't post. It's the 200 people who didn't, didn't sign, sign up, up but are just hitting their stride <laughs> yes, at exactly. about 11, 11 You know, I want to mention too. We have arranged for a block of Uber rides. Um, so if you go on our website, apg100.org, you'll see the code to use for okay. an Uber to get <clears throat> your Uber ride that night. We also have blocks of hotels at Home Two Suites and Hilton Garden. So people can enjoy themselves and be safe and responsible at the same time. Uh, another great idea. Um, apg100.org forward slash gala. Uh, it's, it sounds amazing. Um, and there's a lot of great galas that uh, that take place in this county each year, but this one really sounds special, as special as the uh, HPL well, you know, one. The, uh -huh. the Harford up. County Gala has been, or the the Library Gala uh -huh. has been our inspiration. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, we're only doing this Centennial Gala once. That's right. So Party it, of a century. It's yeah. not coming back next year. So you got to come this year, or that's true. or miss it for for the next hundred years. That's true. <laughs> so. Um, that's fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and play some musical chairs. Okay. Um, and uh, and then um, we're going to ask the ladies to stay with us because we're going to have a little fun at the end. And I'll Excellent. even I'll give you a hint to the three of you. Um, and maybe Megan, who is all from Hartford Community College, we can ask. Megan, are you over twenty-one? Okay. The question is, not now, but think about it in the final segment to all of you. What would you tell your 21-year-old self? If there's one thing, uh, it could be anything, as we always joke, one woman answered, said, I would tell my 21-year-old self, honey, those jeans don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> or put down the makeup. Uh, so we'll go to a quick break, and uh, then we'll be right back. The Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. 
Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox in both Apple and Windows computers, all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. Um, thank you, Leslie. We're having a great show, and uh -huh. we just have uh, uh, Professor Patrick Vicente, who just moved into the, into, the, into the hot seat. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank Good to see you all this and, morning. And thank you for your service and uh, everything you do. Uh, we were speaking about jobs that are not eight-hour-a-day jobs. Certainly, councilman is one of those jobs that is not an eight-hour-a-day job. That was not revealed to me in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they figured, well, you know, they want to, uh, you know, they want you to find out for yourself. Um, so your uh, council member is your first term. Uh, elected in 014 uh, District E, uh, which uh, is Aberdeen, Churchville, Fountain Green, etc. Yeah. Um, you're also president of the Hafferty, Hafferty Gray Decoy Museum, because I understand you carve once in a while. I, I used to carve a lot, but not today. <laughs> well, I was, I, um, I was actually at Pat's shop, barn, headquarters. And, Years ago. And... There are a lot of blocks of wood there. <laughs> there is, waiting to have someone oh, okay. uh, give them some attention, yes. Um, uh, anyway, um, we just thank you for um, uh, for, for, for your service. Uh, you are pleasure. a local. You're Havard of Grace High yes. boy. And um, you were uh, American Legion Ambulance Corps. I was. I joined the American Legion Ambulance Corps uh, in 1972. And... Uh, was fortunate enough to graduate from the second class of EMTs in Harford County, actually in the state of Maryland. So uh, a lot of great people, a lot of great information, and uh, we truly value all of our first responders today. Amen. Amen. You just get a, you just get a sense every day, just what happened in Las Vegas, but day in, day out, uh, these folks put on the uniform, um, and they don't know what the day holds for them. No. And that, that's special. Uh, every single day, day in, day out. So <clears throat> you've been in office for coming up on three years. How do you like it? I love it. I actually do. I, I love it. I mean, I find it uh, both uh, challenging and rewarding at the same time. Uh, I love dealing with the constituents, the citizens, the different... Uh, volunteer organizations that we have throughout the county it's amazing it truly is and while i it just occurred to me um tell us about uh, you were mentioning a veteran that had passed yesterday can i just want to inject it in here because it popped into my head sure late uh, yesterday afternoon um or actually it was in the evening i got a call 
from a friend of mine that uh, gave me notice of a gentleman that had passed uh, here in Aberdeen. His name is Thomas Barons, I believe. He's a Vietnam vet, no family to claim the body, unfortunately. And um, so his services today at 1230 at Zellman's Funeral Home. And when I got the message, I reached out to a lot of my elected colleagues uh, from the state delegation and here on the council. And several of them will be joining us today at Zellman's Funeral Home to pay our respects to him. God bless him. Yep, absolutely. God bless him. So your job. Well, let's just uh, talk about some things that are going on now. Uh, let's talk about, uh, first of all, rezoning. Um, yes. Not, not a fun or easy task uh, to be a council member during that process, but important. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, definitely not, uh, not fun, I guess, is a, is a good way to put it. But it is important to the county. It's important to the growth, and it's important to the residents and the applicants. Um, all of my colleagues have done their due diligence going through the process of looking at each property and my understanding, this is my first compensating process to be a part of. And um, I think we have 112 applicants, if I'm re remembering correctly, which is a far cry less than what we've had in the past. Um, District E has, I believe, 15 applicants originally, um, and six or seven of them are clustered together down along Long Drive at Ripken Stadium, and the rest are, you know, placed out across the district but you know it's it's a lot of work a lot of effort to familiarize yourself with uh, all of the issues across the county and to try to evaluate as best you can how it would benefit uh, the area the district the community everyone involved so it is a it is a tough process but an important process and give us uh, just a, a, a a read on the, the where it is in the process and what the upcoming milestones are. Uh, we have had um, both public hearings. The second one was last night at Bel Air High School. Very well attended. Uh, a lot of passionate uh, residents spoke last night. I believe we had 34 speakers and they focused on the issues that uh, they saw, you know, that, that they had questions and concerns about. Um, all, all very uncommitted and disengaged speeches, I'm assuming. No, I think they were very committed and very engaged. No, no question about that. Um, and, and we all listened, listened intently to what they had to say, and then we, we uh, gather all that information and input. And quite frankly, uh, we've spoken with many of those people ahead of time. Uh, we, we understand the issues. We understand the concerns. Uh, but then again, it's our charge to uh, sit down and evaluate what will be best for Harford County. Great. Well, th thank you for that because um, it is a process that needs to be tightly watched and controlled. And um, uh, thank you for being stewards of that. And for folks, um, they can uh, just go to the Harford County government website and Correct. find, uh, again, some of the great things that the county has done towards transparency um, over the past few years ha has been excellent and um, anything in planning or development and any of these, the zoning issues and where they are in the process can be found on the county website. Yeah, I believe the administration and uh, Mr. Killian and his team at Planning and Zoning 
have done an excellent job to get the message out. We hear that all the time, and you're able to follow each step online of each applicant. So it's a great process. Um, now, as far as uh, another one of your main duties is to be an advocate uh, for the county and for your district as far as economic development and and jobs and economic growth and activity. We have a number of businesses uh, that we've looked up that are in uh, your district that you just visited um, that have had a lot of um, a lot of tenure in the county. Battelle, 30 yes. years? 30 years, yes. Grumpy's, 20 years? Yes. I love the name. <laughs> Odyssey Salon, 40 years? Yes. Key Point Health, 35 years. Dee's Flowers, 27. Scott's Transportation, 30. Olive Tree, 25. Let's go back to Key Point Health. Uh, when I spoke to uh, the gentleman there, he told me that when he started this business almost 30 years ago, he had a budget of $25,000, and today it's $25 million. Mm. So wow. what a growth uh, with that business. It's unbelievable, all positive. And that's great because that's where the jobs come from. That's where the, uh, the paychecks come from, where the taxes come from. Um, anything we have some new things coming down the pike in Aberdeen uh, we do and, and I don't have a lot of the information available with me right now um, but uh, one of the other pieces that I want to talk about is the the, the fantastic partnership that Frito-Lay has with Aberdeen and Harford County um, they've done a fantastic job we appreciate their major investment here um, Obviously, the Ripken folks, you know, we, we appreciate all that they do to partner with Aberdeen and Harford County to support tourism in the area. Um, we are very fortunate to have two major tourism attractions, uh, sports tourism attractions in the county with Cedar Lane Regional Park and uh, the Ripken Stadium. And between the two, they draw almost a million visitors a year. Wow. And it helps fill the void with the Ornus Museum mm -hmm. that you spoke about earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, not being here anymore. So um, between those two major draws and the other parts of our sports tourism, they help to generate over $50 million worth of revenue into the county each year. So uh, it's, a, it's a major, major piece of the income here. Yeah, not to mention what it does for the county's image. Yes. Um, and and uh, certainly for the hospitality industry, the, or, uh, the food industry, um, just it's, it's really great, and um, uh, hats off uh, to Matt Slayus, the new GM for the Ironbirds, and, and Glenn. Um, they've really put so much into it this year and made so many great changes and really energized a lot of things, and, you know, hat, hats off to them. I, we had season tickets this year and took in a lot of events there. And not only that, they give an incredible amount back. Uh, with, Definitely. What, uh, just what they do with the library. Mm -hmm. Um, and partner. the Boys and Girls yes. Club. Um, so anything on that? Can you get, share anything you think this thing is going to get resolved for the good of the county, this, this, I this hope so. I issue mean, with the stadium? and I, uh, I hope so. I mean, I've had many conversations with the mayor and the council of Aberdeen and with uh, the uh, administration at the Ripken organization, Cal himself, uh, Glenn Bowles, Matt Slatis, Um and, you know, I see myself as a district representative, I think it's important that, that I do the best I can to advocate for uh, both the largest mm -hmm. municipality in Harford County, which is Aberdeen, and the, one of the largest sports tourism draws in Harford County, which is Ripken. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I try to advocate for both wherever I can. Fantastic. Um, now we're going to ask everyone later, what would you tell your 21 year old self? <laughs> what would you tell your, the Pat Vincenti of this December 1st, 2014? 2014, December 1st, what have I got myself into? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know now? What, what is different than you expected? What's more frustrating? What's more rewarding? The most frustrating part is every day we get calls from constituents with different concerns or businesses or um, things that you think would be easy fixes. And you find that quickly that for whatever reason, you either can't help them or the fix is not as easy as you thought. So that's the most frustrating part. Um, the best part of it is the same thing. You get to work with uh, these folks every day, and they truly appreciate the mm -hmm. efforts that you put forward. I mean, it's very evident, and uh, we appreciate them. Uh, as far as what I've learned since then, I, I remember the first time I sat down with the council president today, uh, Mr. Slutsky, who was in the district E representative at the time, and, uh, you know, he told me, he said, oh, yeah, this is a part-time job. You, know, <laughs> you, you have no bosses if you get elected. You set your own schedule. And uh, unfortunately, I could just hear him now. I never true. told him any of those things. <laughs> the day I was elected, I found out I had 43,000 bosses. Yeah. And they could call you at any time, any day. So and it is definitely not a part-time job. And by the way, they know, they think you know everything, knew everything then when you were making a decision that may have even come out a year later. So, and they, of course, know everything. I, I tell you, <laughs> I, you know, most of them are very understanding and, and they truly, you know, are just trying to find the answers to their questions. And, and some of them get frustrated. There's no question about that. Um, some of them don't agree with anything that you do, but most of them are very understanding. Well, uh, Coach Slutsky's story that you and I have heard, and always, always brings a tear to my eye, brings a tear to Coach's eyes as yeah. he's driving home from the meetings some night, and he said he just feels great because where yeah. else can you do this? Can you have yeah. these open sessions where people come up there and tell me what they think of me, and but they can drive home too, and uh, there's nothing suppressing this representative government and the communication, the transparency. and now, um, I have the utmost respect for the council president. I mean, he, he is truly one of the greatest people we have here in Harford County. Truly. Uh, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, um, he, he's, you know one thing he's really bad at? I can think of a couple, but go ahead. Self-promotion. Oh, yeah. Terrible, <laughs> terrible at that. Terrible at that. Now, speaking of Coach, uh, if he uh, decides he's not going to um, throw his hat in the ring, um, which he has not decided yet or hasn't decided that he hasn't decided, is that correct? <laughs> I believe he is, he uh, is still deliberating. Yes. Any thoughts uh, uh, for you as far as uh, um, uh, making that move, uh, uh, offering uh, to be uh, the council president? Um, I get asked that question every day, multiple <laughs> times a day, and until uh, the council president makes his mind up on what he's going to do and publicly <clears throat> comes out and states that, uh, I'm very honored uh, to serve District E and would continue to do that the next term if elected. 
Uh, but, you know, we're keeping our eyes open and we're watching all of our opportunities. And if, if that opportunity were, were to arise, then we would absolutely give it some serious thought, yes. Okay, great. Pat, tell us um, tribute so much. Who else like to acknowledge or uh, say hello to or shout out to uh, that you work with? Sure, you mentioned the Havana Grace Decoy Museum and I serve as the board president there, but also I serve as the treasurer for the R. Madison Mitchell Endowment Trust. And we're very proud uh, this year we were able to uh, award five scholarships to Harford County students. Uh, it's the first time we did it. They were $1,000 scholarships each. So we're looking forward to continue that on over the next few years. And then about two years ago, I joined the Aberdeen Rotary Club and uh, very proud of my Rotary brothers and sisters for all the great work that they do in Harford County. They support uh, Boys and Girls Club, SARC, and many other organizations. Uh, they just do a fantastic job. Uh, I, I second that. They just hit it out of the park um, every year in, year out. Um, well, we're going to, actually, we won't even go to break, Leslie. How about we just, because we, we have keep about rolling. 10 minutes. Yep. Let's keep rolling. Yep. Let's go do some, let's talk about some library events, and then we're going to go over the edge, where I'm going to put these folks on the spot. Oh, no. Over the edge. Cindy named it. I don't know. She, <laughs> she, that I can believe. She, and she also she calls it, creative. she also calls it thingamabobs, too, so, which I hate, but. Um, you can't argue with your wife, right? Uh, no. Not about no, that. Not successfully. Uh, so um, tell us. What are well, the... one of the big things we have going on right now at our Bel Air branch is the Artifacts of Outlander exhibit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anybody in the room or out in our listening world are fans of the Outlander Ice. series. Ice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jamie, you guys all love Jamie. Oh, Jamie, oh, Claire. Oh, <laughs> glorious. All of them. All the <laughs> things. Is that like Dr. Dreamy? He is. <laughs> um, so that exhibit is up um, at the Bel Air branch and it's there through December 1st and um, it is a wonderful exhibit that actually looks at <clears throat> artifacts from Maryland during the same 18th century time that the series takes place and it kind of compares you know there's big posters of Jamie and big posters of Claire and what they're wearing and then actual artifacts of jewelry and baubles and, and mm pottery and all kinds of really interesting things. So it's a really creative way to get archaeology and history in front of the public by pairing it back to a show that is very, very popular. Yeah. So very nice. and books. sure and Let's stop. Not forget the books. Yeah, and the books, right, right. How long does that go? It goes through December first. So you have some time. Um, but as we know, December first will be here before mm -hmm. we blink an eye. Um, and while you're at the Bel Air branch, um, I encourage everyone to check out our recently renovated children's area and our Steamworks area. We were just named uh, 2017 Innovator of the Year by the Daily Record. Congratulations. So that's a huge honor, and it's a wonderful, I love going there and just watching the children at story time play in all of the different areas and we have these work tables where children are actually it looks like they're playing but they're actually learning how to code um. it's just amazing how they just intuitively know how to do what it's tough for adults to do you know so um, I encourage everyone to stop by and take a look at that um, I can't believe the work that goes into these things that mm -hmm. that you folks do mm -hmm. Um, I think a little leapers and oh, absolutely! Now yeah. this uh, the binge boxes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, you folks know about the binge boxes no. at the no. library? The binge boxes are fabulous. For example, if you're a huge Outlander fan or if you're a huge Western fan, you go into the library and we have pre-selected movies for you. And they're in a box. And you take it home on a snowy day or a weekend when you're going to be home and you watch all of them you binge watch oh, fun. and there's all different topics we do binge boxes for children for teens for adult um, and it really has been such a successful program for us so I encourage you at any of our 11 branches to check those out that reminds me of a tweet I saw the other day it said <laughs> Netflix just suggested that I get up and walk around for a while so they don't develop a blood clot <laughs> that is true that is true <laughs> <laughs> so we have all those great things. Um, also at Bel Air in the children's area, we just got new technology. It's called Beam. And it is a floor activity area for children and adults. I've seen Mary do it and Beth LePenetier, who's our public administrator, um, public services administrator. And it shoots down games. So it incorporates a lot of hand-eye coordination and there's a soccer game and there's a whack-a-mole game and it's really an amazing technology um, that we have at that branch. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to check that out. We have it at a couple other branches. It reminds too. me of in Big when uh, I, Tom Hanks yes. they're yeah. playing the floor piano. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have <clears throat> Comic Con coming up in um, on September 21st or October 21st. So that'll be a fun event and we're working with a lot of local uh the comic book store in Bel Air, and there's going to be dress up, and we're going to have a children's panel for children to talk about the, um, comics that inspire them, and that's also at the Bel Air branch. So this mm -hmm. is a very Bel Air branch centric show today, but they have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. um, but check out hcplonline.org. Um, we have a calendar there that is so full of amazing programs and activities for all ages. And I just want to—I—I I may have mentioned this already. I was—I had a business meeting, and had it at the library up on the third floor at Bel Air. In Bel Air. Um, and all the tables had placards that said, "Don't put your stuff away." Mm -hmm. And at mm -hmm. first, I thought it was sarcastic, mm -hmm. but but then it said, <clears throat> "We'll put it away for you, because mm -hmm. we want to know what you're using." Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a great idea! If more businesses did that, they actually did the research uh -huh. and understood what was of most utility to to their users and uh -huh. customers and i just thought that was a great a little little sign of uh, of of good management it um, really is and it, it's just a window into the soul of our our users and it helps us make really informed decisions on what we need to improve and what we need to add um, so it is, it's a good measure. And then I also want to mention our gala is also coming up October 4th. So everybody's in gala mode. Yeah. <laughs> it's gala season. <laughs> and these are good galas. They are good Not galas. implying others are bad, but these are good. <laughs> Great. So yours is sold out? Yes, point? yes, it's sold out in about 15 minutes. Wow. Goodness. Yeah, That's yeah, but there are some, um, some limited sponsorships still available if you're interested. Um, so... You can also go to hcplonline.org for that as well. But I hope to see a lot of people there. And uh, we're going to give a, a quick mention to uh, and, and, and shout out to Havre de Great's Opera House and Scottfield Theatre Company, which is a new theatre company. They are doing the community theatre premiere of Tuck Everlasting, the musical, starting tonight and going through the 15th. Just 
off the charts what Having the Grace Opera House folks have done. Four years ago they started, they had this vision, and now it's here, and we've been to several shows up there. The library's right mm -hmm. across the street. Mm -hmm. um, really great stuff. So just go to HT, hdgoperahouse.org to find out more about that. And if you look at their lineup, they have about 15 shows mm -hmm. uh, scheduled over the next um, uh, two yeah, months. So up and running. And we're doing a lot of partnership with them. Our Habit of Grace branch is doing a lot of partnerships. So look for some things this winter. Okay. Before we have a little lighthearted <clears throat> something, we're going to, um, as threatened, ask our guests, <laughs> what would you tell um, your 21-year-old self? And who wants to go first? <laughs> I, I will go first. Okay, this is Heather. I've really been contemplating this, but I, I think I would tell my 21-year-old self that happy hour with quarter draws, all by fun, should be limited to one evening a week. <laughs> that's a good one heather yeah now is that because <laughs> is that because you've gotten wiser or you realize that your recovery period is a, is a lot longer it's probably a little bit both. Right. Right. my recovery period is about two days now and i could come in at four when i was 25 mm -hmm. i can come in four in the morning and be at my desk at seven yep okay that's a good one and joan well i just read an article that showed that showed how much you have to put away from age 21 mm. to age 30 mm. and then never have to put another penny away in retirement again and i would because it would just you know use mm -hmm. mathematics mm -hmm. to get you where you want to go so i would tell my 21 year old self to spend a little bit less on beer and yeah. a little bit more on on putting away for retirement mm -hmm. great advice yes it is. it is i live in new york city for three years, uh -huh. um, and I, I had a duplex with a buddy. We turned on our stove twice in those three years. <laughs> so yeah. eating out every night in New York City, mm -hmm. where yeah. a toilet paper roll cost four ninety nine, um, <laughs> I can't imagine how much I'd have in the bank now if I uh, followed Jones' advice. Mm. Um, okay. Patrick Finceni, Councilman Finceni, what uh, would you tell your 21-year-old self? I don't. I think that's a no-brainer. I think my wife Jeannie would agree with me a thousand percent that education. We should have furthered our education and just didn't put enough value in it. And today, um, we see the value mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. Great stuff. Yep. And speaking of education, we're not going to let Megan Nelson off the hook. I see you back there, Megan. Uh, Megan is a Hartford Community College student who is shadowing us for a project, and Megan is over 21, so yeah. but let's say, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Um, I, well, it would be the same thing that I would tell my 21-year-old self, I think, and it's to learn the difference between good influencers and bad influencers, because uh. we all know we should put the money away, but mm -hmm. there's somebody telling us we should go to the bar with yeah. them. Uh, that's right. That's this one. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 So if we if we learn the difference early on, I think that's that's much that's more helpful. That's good. That is a great, great one. one. That's like the bad bad idea bears and Avenue <laughs> Q. <laughs> Let's get a case of beer. <laughs> um, and I would tell my twenty one year old self to shut up. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Well, you just you spend so much time talking and trying to impress people, mm -hmm. and you and you give up so many chances to understand people to find out what's motivating them to yeah. they often are 
very willing to give you clues if you're negotiating and everything in life is a trade-off negotiation interaction um whatever but you're never going to find it out if you're talking um like they say um uh, uh, it's better they wonder why you're not speaking than why you are <laughs> right, right right um but um Oh, and we had the kids, uh, the Youth of the Year finalists for the Boys and Girls Club on a few months ago. They had some great, like, they were 16, so I said, okay. what would you tell your 14-year-old? So, mm. and nice. I, to, to your point, um, you don't have to do anything that nobody, that's uh, if you don't want to do it, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. Okay, we have another minute. We'll end uh, lighthearted. Um, Leslie gave me an interesting story that, uh, it's hard to believe, but not. Um, and this is, was from where, Leslie? Ireland. Ireland. People buying meat from strangers on social media is a serious problem. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I just saw it. I'm like, we've got to talk about this tomorrow. Um, and w w the thing is, if they're ha they buy meat from a stranger on social media, mm -hmm. and then they have a problem. You know, and they're perplexed. Yes. Why do, why do I have a problem? I bought meat from a stranger. <laughs> On social media. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's very strange and specific. Yeah, yes. it, it very was. Specific. And so, like, their USDA counterpart has to set up a whole process oh to deal with this. Because, of course, people call them when they get sick or right. the meat comes spoiled. Like, they call oh. their USDA, which wow. is a different... Yes, uh, just, it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and people are shocked. Um, okay. Um, I, weird, weirdly, we love weird, funny tweets. And we always share a few of them um, to, um, to end the show. Um, one is, um, just a guy tweeted... If you hurt your leg, you can use the frozen veggies at Whole Foods as ice packs for free. Hold on, I'm getting an update from the manager. No, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and who named their kid Russell? Like, hey kid, you're a noise. Look after your sister, Kerplop and Boing. <laughs> and then my gym schedule. Monday, cardio. Tuesday, intense weight training. Wednesday, aerobics, dynamic strength training. Thursday, three-year break. <laughs> <laughs> and I awesome. thought, and I, the last one was a woman said, me going to bed, ah, these toasty, warm um, uh, toe socks are just what I need. I'm freezing. Me at 2 a.m., get these devil foot gloves off of me. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. All right. That's all the time we have, guys. Um, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks to all our guests. Thank you Thank for you. having us. Thank you.